Did you know you can know the future and know it with certainty? In this series from Answers from Scripture, Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, are looking at the awesome vision given in dreams by God to King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel. What does it mean to you and me today? Join us as we go in depth into Daniel, the second chapter. Well, yeah, welcome back to our, our study on Daniel 2. I, we've gone through uh, a great study uh, of, of Daniel. It's so exciting because uh, every time I read it, I see so much more about how loving God was, how knowledgeable he is, and I, mean, I should say was, is, and will be, all those things, uh, and how he's able to tell the end from the beginning, tells it to Nebuchadnezzar, tells it to Daniel, and everything that he tells, he prophesizes about what's going to happen with the world, and parts of it were waiting to happen. Everything has happened just as he said. You know, all the dominoes, if you think about it, all those dominoes have fallen just as God said, and there's one more to come, which is Jesus Christ coming to set up his kingdom, to remake a new heaven and new earth. And uh, that's, that's where we ended last time and how, how Nebuchadnezzar uh, actually saw that, that Daniel was serving the God of gods and he fell down prostrate. And over time, we see that Nebuchadnezzar actually, in the end, becomes a, a servant of Christ, if you will. I think you know, that's all the way through Daniel. Um, right. Nettie, I'm going to, I say that, and I want to tell you that Daniel helped me become a servant of Christ. So we mm -hmm. wanted to sort of give a personal testimony about Daniel. Uh, I was, uh, I had been living more like an eclectic, <laughs> eclectic yeah. religious life, which means I didn't know anything about, I didn't, I couldn't trust anything, right? Everything was sort of open to interpretation as it came along. And, and I was starting to struggle going, you know, it's really hard to always have to, you know, make up my morals, you know, based upon situations and, and make them right. You know, I said, if only there were actual rules, <laughs> actually something we could trust, something we could go to, you know, that, that would make life a lot better. And then you would really know that you were doing the right things. And uh, I was at the same time, I wasn't Nebuchadnezzar, but I could sort of I could sort of feel like he did. He might have felt because he had built this mighty kingdom, and he's probably thinking, "Well, now that I've done this, you know, is there anything more?" And and I those were my exact words. I said to God, "I said, you know, I have a house, I have a car, you know, I have a career, you know, uh, all I can look forward to this life is maybe a better job, a bigger house, a bigger car, right?" And I said, "Is that all there is?" And uh, that question I actually said out loud to God while walking in the back of my property one day, is this all there yeah. is? Uh, yeah. And God answered. You know, God answered through, through my brother who came down and he decided he was going to give me Bible studies, which, you know, I allowed him to, even though I was, I was not uh, too excited about it. But, you know, we, we listened to it. And, and he, he, he gave me a lot of Bible studies and two of them, which made the biggest impact was one on the love of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. but the other one yeah. was on Daniel 2 and, and 8 and 9 too. But So mm -hmm. I, I, once I saw these, I said to myself, goodness, God predicted the future before it happened. You know, yeah. God has a plan and it's following through. I, there might be something to this Bible, you know, that really 
there really is a God behind it. And he really is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And there actually is an actual truth and a source of truth that I can depend upon. If I could believe he could do all those things, I could also believe the words he said when he said how much he loved me. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. changed my heart and my life. Right. Be beautiful. Over to you, wife. Yeah, beautiful testimony. Um, yeah, I was listening to your story. Of, um, I actually don't think I've heard uh, heard you tell it before. Maybe it's just I'm older and I forgot. But uh, I came from a kind of a different background. I uh, had a saintly grandmother who uh, loved God, and she was one of those that would pray out loud before she went to bed and often heard my name ascending to uh, to the throne room of heaven as she prayed for Amen. me. Um, Thank goodness for those grandmothers. Yeah. But uh, somewhere around vacation Bible school, I uh, came across uh, a elder who came to our little vacation Bible school. I was eight years old and was telling us about the special service that was going to be done that Sunday and part of that service was going to be uh, an invitation to accept Christ and to be baptized. Now I'm eight years old and I thought, well, that's pretty cool. I like the God that my grandmother prays to every night, but then he began to talk about what would happen if we didn't come forward. And he, he described hell in detail, burning flames and all that stuff. And that's a topic we'll talk about another time, but wow. I, all of a sudden I saw this, kind of God that my grandmother worshipped and then this God that this elder was telling me about that would uh, torture me through eternity if I didn't accept his son. I say all that because by the time I got to college, I'd become a confirmed atheist, uh, didn't believe in God, didn't want to have anything to do with him. And uh, in one of the classes that I attended on ancient history, there was a, a, an atheist teaching it. But we went through the, what we went through in Daniel too: Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome. So I already had a working knowledge of those, uh, what they were called the four great monarchs. So when my Christian wife challenged me to study the Bible to prove her wrong, I took the notes from uh, what she was uh, gathering together. And I began to read. And one of the first things I read was this Daniel 2 prophecy. And I went, oh, I remember all this from history class, but I didn't know about the rock that was coming. And I didn't know about Daniel 8 and 9 that we'll talk about in our next series of shows. So when I, I remember reading about the divisions of Europe, which I was familiar with, the attempt to reunite your, Europe, and it's right there in scripture. And I remember when I read about the God of heaven setting up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, I knew immediately he's talking about this second coming of Christ. Remember the hair on the back of my neck actually standing up and I knew I was a lost man. So it was Daniel 2 helped getting helped introduce me to the rest of the Bible and to Jesus. And that's why we've spent time going over this prophecy. And as we've mentioned, this this is a base prophecy for understanding uh, Revelation as well. Absolutely. Eddie, thank you for that sharing, sharing that, uh, that testimony. It, it, yeah, I, I like the way that you were tricked into, into finding the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we were tricked into doing something else, but uh, yeah. you know, sometimes you can be tricked into finding the truth. Uh, yeah, yeah, I should probably, I, I, I should I, go ahead. I, I was going to no, say, I probably I'm should give a shout out. Now. All right, I was going to give a shout out to Julie Armstrong, my uh, mother of my children, who recently passed away uh, back in June. Uh, we, uh, we had an interesting life, but one of the things that uh, was really great was she was the one that introduced me uh, through the work of the Holy Spirit to the great and powerful words of God's uh, word. And uh, I, I uh, bless her for that. And may she rest in peace. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we, we all miss her. And, you know, the, the people who bring us to Christ are always very important to us. Um, so, uh, you know, I always, always have to, uh, don't tell my brother this, but I have a special, uh, other special place, not only is my brother, but he's the one who led me to Christ, uh, right. along with the work of my wife. Uh, my yeah. wife, my wife continued on after my brother left and he sort of dropped me off at church next to this girl <laughs> yeah. who later became my wife, but she initially saw me as a, as a mission project, which I was. And, uh, so, uh, those two individuals, uh, have, a a special place not only because of what they mean to me from relationships and how loving my wife is but because they they help bring me to christ and uh, solidify that, that that beautiful relationship with him so, yeah that's and, uh, about the time solidifies daniel too go ahead yeah that was about the time you and i met we were very young and yeah uh, had no children at the time and uh, god blessed us with uh, wonderful children uh, Dan, uh, Eddie, this has been a great study on Daniel, and I, I think that we're about running out of time on this one, but uh, uh, I do, uh, I would like to encourage people, we, we give a little email address if they want to uh, ask for, uh, you know, topics, or if they just want to comment, I would love to hear somebody else's testimony, and, uh, and mm -hmm. if you, if you, you know, we might be able to even get someone on the program if they uh, have something very special to share. Anyway, so uh, we, we'll give that at our closing, uh, the address, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. Right. So, Eddie, I can't, uh, this has been a great series on Daniel 2, and I look forward to uh, turning it to our next series. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Answers from Scripture. Eddie Armstrong and I, Charlie Hayes, are discussing the foundational prophecy found in Daniel, the second chapter. Subscribe to this podcast to be sure you do not miss a single episode. Email us at afsepisodes at gmail.com with your questions or comments. And be sure to join us next time as we seek our answers from Scripture.